This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, London, we're coming to do shows next month, soon, September 16th and 17th at King's Place. And if you're sitting there feeling sorry for yourself because you don't live in London, well, guess what? You can get there via the power of the internet because uh, we're also doing a live stream show from uh, from London. Yeah. That you can watch anywhere in the world. It's the same show that the in-person people will be seeing in person. Yes. but you, And you'll be seeing it through the magic of the internet. Uh, the shows are September 16th and 17th. Seven, September 17th, that's a Saturday, is the show that we also have available uh, for live streaming tickets. The ticket prices are very affordable. And you can find them at tcgte.com slash live. I'm going to take out that very affordable part. <laughs> I'm not selling a f***ing car. <laughs> September 16th and 17th. Tickets available at tcgte.com slash live. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I think my voice is getting a little hoarse. Hoarse? Have you been screaming a lot lately? Screaming a lot lately. Well, you have a newborn son, so of course you've been screaming a lot lately. What do you mean? Trying to scream louder than We have screaming contests. Trying to teach him lessons about life. Now I'm trying to teach him how to scream real loud. Get your finger out of the socket! Yeah, Tom, I have to... I got to baby proof my house because. Uh, and what's the best way to do it? Screaming. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot cheaper. I wish screaming could do it. I don't. Yeah. You know what? It's not even expensive, Tom. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just really bad at like. Uh, figuring out what a what a child could do. No, I know that. Like I read the article. Like drilling. <laughs> I read the article. <laughs> I read the articles. Okay. Uh, the, the, there's one article. You'll, you'll, you'll how, learn how to it. raise your baby. Yeah. Um, Tom, it's long. It's like uh, oh, okay, four or five paragraphs. Oh, I love long reads. Uh, I'm passionate about long reads <laughs> and IFL science, Tom. <laughs> uh, no, I. Do you are you good at drilling holes in the wall and knowing about uh studs in the wall and stuff? And then if there's a wall without studs, what you got to do about anchoring and stuff? Um, the, enough, I think. And and by enough, I mean a lot of times I ignore it because uh, I think we have metal studs here. Well, that's you can't yeah. drill into that. Yeah, so I use drywall anchors. Okay. Yeah, so I I know how to do. See, it. I, I can't. I don't know how to ascertain. So like, that I type drill. Of yeah, I, I got a drill, and then like drywall goes everywhere. Yeah, well, and I yeah, hit a thing, and it feels like metal, maybe. But sometimes uh-huh. I'm able to push through. <laughs> And then it always turns into, I just got to hire a guy to do it. Oh, hire, yeah. <laughs> hire an actual man to do it. You things. should hire me to do it, Tim. Huh? I'm not going to, uh, Tom, no <laughs> offense. Give me to come in there as an actual man and do stuff. I would not hire you to. I'll give you a discounted to rate. To do handyman work. What would I hire you for? You'd hire me, uh, I don't know, if you need like somebody to come set up, like a, if you got like a new video game console, maybe. Yeah. I could do that for you. Yeah. Uh, I could cook for you, Tom. I don't want you to cook for me. I'm a pretty good cook now. Uh, should we? Do you want me to come and cook you and your girlfriend a romantic dinner one night? <laughs> and then I'll come over the next night and screw a bunch of holes in your wall. Yeah. Just wherever you might one day need them. Yeah. 
Like, hey, you can put a picture here or a TV. It's uh, up to you, really. So, I'll just put the hole there. It's a barter system yeah. that we just yeah, worked Yeah, and then out. that way we uh, stick it to inflation. Yeah. Yeah, we don't even need currency. Yeah. We're uh, trading our skills. Yep. And the government can't take a cut on that. Boy, my life would be so much easier if I had skills. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, mine would too. It, my my life would be easier if you had skills. It would make this uh, show a, a, certainly a lot easier to do. Um, you got to zing me every <laughs> opportunity. Well, here I'll give you an I'll give you a, a, an easy mark for me today, Tim, because I went to the store and bought a new type of Coca Cola. Oh yeah. Uh, Everybody's talking about this new Coca Cola. Coca Cola is doing like esoteric. Flavors. flavors yeah they and that's the smartest thing they could have done yeah they had one uh a few months ago i feel like it was at this point now called it was space flavored right and then they had like a bite flavored one like byte you know oh, really? like a virtual reality the the world wide web that yeah. kind of thing cyberspace and uh, sometimes when i'm talking about uh computer stuff like uh, when i'm giving a tip uh-huh. i'll say <laughs> Here's a quick bite, B-Y-T-E. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that, and then they must really uh, yeah. like that. Must it's really snackable content. Um, yeah, the bite one, and now they have the dream flavored. Right. So for whatever reason, they're done with saying like this like is lemon flavored yeah. to- a Coke or uh, uh, I almost said a, a, a lemon flavored toke. Whoa, you'd yeah. like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> there is weed that's like lemony. I feel like that's like a common... Citrus and marijuana, yeah. they go uh, hand in hand? Well, I don't think it's like... People aren't like squeezing citrus juice, but I feel... I think it's one of those like... You know how like people describe wine? It's always like, oh, it's very earthy. Yeah, it's got hints of... Uh, yeah. And, and I sometimes they're like, no joke, this has like hints of like... Lego bricks. <laughs> No, it's sometimes it's something gross where it's yeah. like goose poop. And it's like, then why are you drinking it? Because it was expensive. Yeah. Like, or you might taste notes of dirt in this. Yeah. It's like, well, then guess what? Yeah, I don't want to be drinking dirt, especially at these prices. You, you've long wanted to eat chalk. You can't be sitting here passing judgment on people that want to drink dirt. There's a big difference between chalk and dirt, my friend. <laughs> There's a big difference between eating chalk and drinking dirt. Um, no, but I feel like for for uh, weed, that's like a cot. Like, oh, uh, it, it tastes almost or smells almost lemony or citrusy. See, that it's would, just like a common uh, thing. That would freak me out. Um, I don't. The, the, the marijuana <laughs> gives me a, a panic attack. But I feel like back. Oh, in, did I smoke lemons? Well, no. I think I'd be like, did somebody spray lemon pledge on this? <laughs> I remember, like. <laughs> You know, now specifically lemon pledge. Now over twenty years ago, when I uh, for people that don't know, a pledge is something you use to clean wooden furniture yeah, to spray. Yeah, I got yelled at as a kid because I took a pledge one day and I was like, oh, "I'll help out around the house." I sprayed the uh, sofa with it because uh, it's it was for cleaning furniture. Tom, not that kind of furniture. Well, they should dolt. be clear to children that want to use it. Well, you shouldn't have gotten into the lemon. I pledge. think it. I think it the, did say. You know what? The, your house furniture. needs to be childproofed. <laughs> <laughs> if only your parents learned how to 
uh, properly drill holes into the wall. No, I remember there was like uh, under the kitchen, uh, like, you know, where a lot of the cleaning stuff was under the sink. There was like a lock there. Under the kitchen is where the bodies were buried. <laughs> well, let's not uh, talk about that. There was a, uh, a like a lock. Uh, and now that I'm remembering it, I think that lock was there like well after me and my brother had graduated from college. <laughs> Tom, can I tell you something? What's that? I bought some baby proofing things for uh-huh. like cabinets and the toilet mm-hmm. seat. Apparently they can get into the toilet. Yeah. Well, who can't? Um, but, uh, these mm-hmm. have decoy buttons on them. <laughs> oh. So like in case I got a baby genius who's like, oh, I just oh, have to I, find I, the I, button to right. figure this out. Mm-hmm. There's a button that he can press and be like, okay, I'm pressing the button and I'm pulling. Yeah. Uh, nothing's happening. Now, where are the odds you're going to forget about that? And oh, one I'm day- going <laughs> to like rip the... <laughs> gonna, pressing the button. I'm just going to have to unscrew the hinges on the other side <laughs> and get in that way. Uh, but anyway, I got this new Coke, this, uh... Oh, wait, hold on. My biggest fear oh, would have okay. been... My uh-huh. biggest fear always, when uh, all this stuff was illegal, mm-hmm. and that made me cool for, for doing oh, it. Oh, weed. I was like, pledge? Is that... Were you huffing Somebody pledge? sprayed the weed with something. Oh, that's what you're always worried yeah. about. Yeah. And specifically, you're worried that they sprayed it with lemon pledge. Yeah, or something like that. To what ends? Why? Because it might have been, I don't know, I was targeted for something. (laughs) Targeted? We need to to kill Tim slowly. Would that kill you or would that just make you real sick? Yeah, you're probably just like, I bet if you smoke something that had pledge sprayed on it, you would right away be like, oh, what is this? And you wouldn't even be able to probably smoke the rest right. of it. And even if you did, yeah, then you'd probably just like puke or something. Yeah. But yeah, I don't Puking. I don't know who would have been after college age Tim, like a 20-year-old Tim. I and- mean, I was not a good person. <laughs> I didn't do anything bad. Oh, I I mean I'm not saying that uh there were not saying like uh, there I'm not saying like oh d- d- oh I, I I did things that I needed to to pay for. Right. But I just feel like I, I was I was just taking up space. I, I'm I not mean, a you, you pillar did, of the community like you I am did, now. You uh, did things that you needed to pay for, but I think it would have been like a uh, more direct retribution. I don't think somebody would have played the long game of <laughs> spraying your weed with pledge, mm-hmm. hoping somehow that would eventually kill you. Well, uh, I'd like to know like what what did I deserve to <laughs> I'm saying like uh to pay for in your words. <laughs> I'm just saying like when when we were like 20 years old if you had like you've said things to people where if it was like oh that guy punched him right in the head yeah, and he fell true. and hit the curb and that was it. Yeah. I wouldn't have under I wouldn't have condoned it but right. I would have understood. Yeah, it. I see how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see I see why somebody would have reacted that way. Yeah, but I don't see somebody playing the long game that way with you. Yeah. I don't think you uh deserve that kind of retribution. This is why I never get into fights, Tom. I'm afraid of uh not knowing my own strength. <laughs> I mean killing a man. Or b- just like catching someone the right way and then the bam they hit their head on a fire hydrant. Yeah. It happens more more often than than I think most people I know. know. Happened to uh, a potential uh, American Idol contestant in 2004. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? <laughs> I have no idea what you're referencing. All I know is that, like, 
in the first couple seasons of American Idol, uh-huh. they had to like take a guy off who didn't get voted off. Okay. Because it came out in the past, he got into a bar fight, mm. punched someone, and I think they hit their head on a, on a, a fire hydrant and died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's stories like that yeah. that have an effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> two decades later and it pushed out like actual knowledge or like you know things about like oh i could have learned i could have spent my time learning how to drill a hole in a wall yeah but instead you learned i bought the drill and everything yeah. just don't know how to use it just push it up against the wall i Charge know but sometimes first. i know if the hole you're trying to drill, if if you're hitting something move over like a couple inches and try again it's probably yeah. not going to be there yeah, unless it's like a like electrical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know what's in walls either. Who knows nowadays? Yeah. Who knows what they're putting in there? <laughs> Drilled in and slime <laughs> came out. <laughs> um, but anyway, I tried this uh, dream flavored Coke, Tim, and it stinks. It tastes like I. It's supposed. I think it's supposed to be peach flavored. Uh, I've heard that, and like. Is it the artificial peach that was yeah, like uh, yeah. the Snapple iced tea peach from the... Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think that's what the problem... I think that's the reason why they're not just coming out and saying, hey, we made a peach-flavored Coke. Uh, I want to keep saying peach-flavored Coach. Why? Because peach and Coach. Oh. Uh, I thought you got Craig T. Nelson on the brain. <laughs> Tim, when don't I have Craig T. Nelson on the brain? If they, uh, if they did a reboot of Coach, but uh, it was in Georgia... They could call it peach flavored coach. If they did a reboot of coach, but it was Craig T. Nelson running a coach store, mm. like the, you know, the luxury brand. Well, what would Dauber do? Dauber would be the cashier or the assistant manager. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's got a He's bunch really of assistant the managers. Same, the same role. Yeah. Is Jerry Van Dyke still with us? He is not. He uh, passed, sadly. But uh, well, Dick Van Dyke's still with us. Well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, get him in there. Get him uh, play, uh, uh, what's his name's uh, long lost brother. You know, like, I know, I know Dick Van Dyke was never young in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, when he was young, he was still in black and white. <laughs> right. Because he's literally like 100 years old now. Yeah. But it or never occurred to me, like, how devastating it is watching the stars. Of your youth age get very old. Yeah. Like I have you seen a picture of Dick Van Dyke like in the the last yeah. year or something? I mean he looks good for being like a hundred years old, but yeah, it doesn't but he look does... good for a human exactly. being. Exactly. It's just like ah, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. He's still happy. You're a big diagnosis murder guy, Tom. <laughs> yep, I love diagnosis murder. Um I think you're Tom, I mm-hmm. think you're kind of right. Like Coca Cola, like didn't want to say peach, but also like if that said peach, would you mm-hmm. buy it? I, no, yeah, would nah. we be talking about it? Yeah, that's nah. true. It says dream flavored, and who doesn't want to know it's what a dream viral like. marketing for podcasting? They got me again, Tim. This week we're talking about uh, roller skating. <laughs> It seemed, it seemed like you were making that decision as you were. Well, what are we talking yeah, about? We were talking about uh, you spun the big wheel and it landed on roller skating. Why don't we do that? Why don't we just have a big wheel and, and we turn it? Make it easier. It make it no less random. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard to make the wheel. But then once we uh, once we got the wheel all made, it'd be doing half the job yeah. for us. Can someone make us a big wheel that we could put topics on? 
That'd be a good live show, Tom. Yeah. The wheel. The wheel. Hey, come see our live shows in London. Maybe we'll have the wheel with us. Yeah. And if you're planning on coming to the live show, if you want to make a wheel for us (laughs) and bring it along, we'd be eternally grateful. We're not going to have just uh, some random uh, audience member make it. We'll go to uh, Saville Row and we'll have a custom tailored wheel made for us. the the bad man? The bad man? No, no, not that guy. The 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 where they have the suits. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I only get my suits from one place, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> well, we won't be getting a suit. We'll just be like, can you make us a wheel? Yeah. Uh, we need a, uh, a Price is Right style wheel, and they'll be like, we don't know what the Price is Right is, and then we'll we'll find out that it's like, oh, over here they call it. Uh, how much would you pay for that? Yeah. Yeah, just call things the same thing that we call them here. It's so hard to set London. Um, so anyway, we're talking about roller skating. Tim, when's the last time you went roller skating? Um, probably when I was six years old. Six? Seven years old. Really? Yeah, because Tom, you've never done it again. Are we talking roller skating? Or are we talking inline skating, roller blading? Yeah. Uh, either. I mean, oh. tell me both. Yeah, probably uh, when I was 15, maybe. Okay, that was like the last time you rollerbladed. Yeah. But the last time you roller skated, was it like a birthday party or something? Maybe. maybe. I was probably a little bit older. Okay. Um, you know what? I, I was never really a big fan of roller skating, but I was a big fan of the song Hands Up. Yeah, and they love playing that at roller rinks. Yeah. How that song go? Hands, hands up, baby. baby. Hands up. Yeah, give like, me your, your love, baby. Give me, give me your heart, baby. I thought it was heart, but it could yeah. be love. Maybe it's both. Maybe yeah. it's different in different choruses. Or maybe it's two guys singing at the same time, and one <laughs> says love, and one says heart. Um. Okay. Cool well, well, genre. We'll, we'll get back to roller rings because that's a big part of roller skating, Tim. Okay. When's the last time you went roller skating, Tim? Tom? I went. Roller- I feel like you only asked me, so I would ask you. Yes, that's the only reason I ask anyone anything. <laughs> um, I went roller skating. I think about six weeks ago. So, how many lizards do you have? <laughs> uh, and I'm just praying that they say I don't have any. Why? How would many you do you I have? have? Three. <laughs> So not even a lot. Compared to zero. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, if you came over here and I was like, Tim, guess what? I have three lizards Yeah, You'd be like, why didn't you just get one at first? Yeah, I know. But But uh, what if I was like, I got one the day after last week when we recorded, and I loved it so much I went back two more times. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, I woke up the next day, three lizards. Oh, man. Oh, Uh, boy. That would be a nightmare. Yeah. Multiplying lizards. Oh, man. How about that for a horror movie? Yeah. (laughs) Every day you wake up, there's more lizards. Uh, They they increase threefold every day. Did you ever want like a lizard or a snake when you were a kid? No. Yeah, me neither, right? Yeah. But there were were kids that it was, I mean, I'm sure you had friends. Like I had friends that had like lizards and snake. And it was always kind (laughs) of like. Lizards and snake. (laughs) (laughs) But it was always kind of like, oh, cool. So they don't do anything, huh? Can we touch it? No, you can't touch it. Can't touch it. It just goes. It uh, has to be in a weirdly lit part of the room, and the light goes. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. And, and there's it, a weird smell over there too. Yeah. And if the lizard's out, it's just 
standing like a statue or it's you can't see it. It's yeah. hiding somewhere. Yeah, the lizard never seems like it's having a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah I but just it's here. I never really uh, was into any kind of animal that had to like always stay in a cage. I think. Yeah. It a friend just of mine had a, had a turtle. Yeah. And it's like, you, you got to feed it krill. Mm. And then oh. it like smelled like krill. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is your home. I had two little frogs that lived in like that's cute in a little aquarium. Tim, you think that's cute? Guess what their names were? Uh, Amos and Andy. <laughs> no, they were Wayne and Garth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the other comedy duo that you love so much. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about lizards, Tim. Uh, you asked me the last time I went roller skating, I went about six weeks ago, Tim. Wow. Yeah. And before then, uh, I don't know, 25 years before. Yeah. And the reason why I, uh, we talked about like why we didn't do an episode about it right away. I needed time to process all these things. Yeah. I also needed time to heal from the various injuries I got while roller skating. Tom, I don't know if we talked about this on mm-hmm. the show. I feel like we did, like, maybe at the top show, you uh, mentioned that you went roller skating. Uh-huh. I just remember some Instagram photos of you roller skating, and you were so sweaty. It was. But every other person in the picture was not as sweaty. <laughs> well, we got there. When, so I went roller skating with uh, my girlfriend, Laura, and a few other people, uh, her brother, her sister-in-law, and her sister-in-law's dad, Okay, who was like, he, he lives in New York City, and he was like a big uh, like 70s skating guy. He was like Ooh. on a skating team and stuff. Uh, you don't have to answer truthfully. What? Is it weird? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that seemed like a sincere uh no. Okay. Yeah, All no, right. no. Uh the kind of guy that like nowadays is like a motorcycle guy. So when uh-huh. so when well, I'm sorry I even asked because now I do come kick my ass. Yeah. Uh so when you hear like, oh, in the seventies I was like a roller skating guy, you're like, Oh, that's crazy. But then you're also like, Oh, I could kind of see that. Se- in the seventies though, roller skating was like badass exactly right? uh it's like oh yeah we kicked a guy to death with roller skates on you be like oh okay yeah um, it'd be much easier to do that than with like running shoes absolutely they're heavier yeah and harder um but you're more likely to slip while kicking a, a man yeah but uh it was at the uh, uh central park the central park the central park in new york city uh, New York's most centrally located park. Uh, where the, the ice skating rink normally is, they turn into a roller skating rink. Few few things about it. First off... You love that ice skating rink, or you loved it until a few years ago. <laughs> oh, when uh, Trump sold it or whatever? Yeah. Um, the uh, It was in July... And when we got there, the sun was still out and it was, I don't know, 90 something degrees and like 100 percent humidity. And I forgot that, like, if the air isn't good, I'm not good. (laughs) And yeah, I went around the rink, I think maybe twice, but it might have only been one time and literally was like, 
oh, I'll die if I go around it again. That was the How most. How big was the rink? It wasn't that big, but yeah. it was just so hot. Yeah, and you don't humid. like the hot. No, I do, but I, not if I have to like do any kind of physical yeah. activity. After the sun went down, it was much, much better, uh, but I was still drenched yeah, in sweat. It was residual. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Uh, but also it was a, uh, like the, the ground nowadays, uh, Tim, everybody's afraid of getting sued. So, uh, <laughs> the ground myself included. Yeah. So the ground is like rubber. It's, okay. it's not like a, a wooden rink, like, uh, like they used to have when we were kids. That's probably, uh, for the best for you. It's one of the, I'm trying to think of what it's similar to. Because it's it's kind of like one of those safety things where I I firmly believe yes you're probably preventing like bad injuries mm. a, a lot better but you're causing way more like smaller injuries. How much give did it have? Not very much at all. Okay, so that's that's a, like because I was at a playground. Mm-hmm. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tom, stop trying to Not imply. for me. I was just lurking around, <laughs> scoping the place out. Just seeing if I need help with anything. Uh, and Tim, there... you've been asked to stay away from playgrounds and nobody needs help with anything. <laughs> nobody even knows what you're doing. It's not even like a... <laughs> what, would, what, what do I even be helping with? This is the question I'm asking. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. I'm I'm here to serve. <laughs> no, it was like uh, one of those things where I think they take <clears throat> tires or something, and they like oh, yeah, yeah. make it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. Much, it was almost like walking around a dang trampoline. Okay, so it was um, like bouncy. And I was I was grateful mm-hmm. that uh, you know my son who was like climbing up on the or like pulling himself up. Yeah. It's like oh, if he falls and like He'll bangs, fine, it, it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Um. But also it kind of made it hard for me to walk. Like I was like, I think I'm gonna like twist an ankle if I yeah. keep like, yeah. It, so it's that kind of thing because the ground is rubber, but like rubber that's so hard. Uh how would uh <laughs> <laughs> I <know what> <laughs> Julia is. Roberts in Steel, Steel Magnolia say? say that? It was rubber. <laughs> uh for anybody that doesn't know, Julia Roberts has a very funny southern accent in Steel Magnolias. I recommend watching the movie just for that alone. Explain but, it. You had to explain what pledge was. You had to explain <laughs> Julia Roberts. Yeah, well, I'm assuming we don't have like an elderly listening <laughs> listenership in it right now. Yeah, Tim. pledge is for old people. So is Steel Magnolias. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're right. Uh, Tim, I'm expecting an influx of uh, teens with this roller yeah. skating topic. <laughs> I uh, think it's back, though, right? Did you see a lot is. of teens there? Uh, it is back. Apparently, it, it it went through a revival with the the pandemic, which makes sense. It was like ah, people were looking for like more outdoor activities to do, mm-hmm. um, but like not necessarily like a. Oh, I, I want to get in shape. I want to start CrossFit or whatever. Like right. people are like, no, nah, I want to like do something fun. Yeah. Roller skating became one of those things. I know of at least one person that like got into roller skating during the pandemic. This biker guy? No, not this biker guy. Uh, somebody else. But anyway, uh, but so the ground is like rubber that's hard enough that it seems like plastic. And it's like graded, so it's it's got holes in it. You know oh, what I, mean? I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 
So, so you're like, yeah. So it's actually very hard to skate on, right? And uh, I I fell, I think I fell maybe only once, maybe twice. You know, if I no, if I fell twice, the second fall wasn't bad, the first one was, and it was because my roller skate got caught on one of those things. So it was, it was this very like uh, double edged sword type thing where. The safest way it felt like to skate was to skate as fast as you could. It was when you were skating slow that your wheels were more likely to like get caught. And yeah, just if like, you go as fast, eventually you're just floating on top. That's what it felt like, man. Uh, but yeah, I fell and my hand went down to to stop it. And I had an imprint on my hand for a month of the uh, the little square, the, from the... the little triangles, oh, triangles. In, in the grates. And then I also scraped my knee and I think it's still like a scrape, but that's fine. Those weren't really that big of a deal. The bigger deal is uh, I think my knees are bad forever. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like my knees hurt all the time since I've been roller skating (laughs) (laughs) and they hurt in a way where it's like, it felt like, Oh man, yeah, my knees are really sore, but now it's been six weeks (laughs) and they're still sore to the doctor. No, I mean, cause it's not like I can't do anything. It, they still just feel like they're sore and they shouldn't be sore anymore. And that's what makes me think maybe they'll just be sore forever now. Right. Well, maybe you can and get I don't them think, replaced. I don't think that was from uh, falling either. I think it was just, just from, from like balancing. Balancing. You got to use your core, not your knees, yeah. to balance them. Well, but my knees still have to be involved somehow. And my core hurts all the time too. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I pretty much hurt all the time. Your whole after. body hurts. Yeah, and I don't know if it was just from that one fall because the fall wasn't bad, but like. Like I said, because one foot got stuck, it's like the other foot went out. So it was just like a very awkward position. And I think I just like, uh, I don't know, stretched almost everything <laughs> in my body the wrong direction also, all like, at the same time. Have you done meaningful exercise no, in the last like five not. years? No, nor have I like <laughs> You went to the gym one time and you fell down the stairs in front of a bunch of muscle men. <laughs> yeah, I've been back. I slipped down all the stairs and all these muscle men were like, oh, are you okay? And lifted me up like I was nothing. <laughs> like a rag doll. So yeah, I haven't been back to the gym. Sorry, hearts of gold, Tom. A lot of them do. Yeah, you would you would want to think that like they're a bunch of meathead jerks. Yeah, that they were just some really lovely people. Yeah, you would think that they'd all laugh at me or something. They were all very concerned. Yeah, (laughs) they thought I was an elderly man. Finding the perfect suit is impossible, but finding a suit that's perfect for you is simple thanks to Indochino. Tim, you know this firsthand. I did it myself. You got a suit recently. It looked fantastic. Thanks, Tom. You can choose your favorite fabric and customize every detail to find the look that's perfect for you. Submit your measurements online or get measured in store for a custom made-for-you fit at an incredible price. And with their fall collection featuring new colors and premium fabrics, you'll be in style all season long. Tim, you got a a full suit. I got pants from them. Yeah. They're like my favorite pants. They fit great. 
Uh, I wear the pants every. I wear them when I need something nice. I wear them even when I just want to dress to impress. Yeah. What about you? You wear I, your suit all the time. You wear it every day. I, I, I would like to if I could, if it were appropriate, Tom. But you know what? I would turn too many heads. <laughs> I'd be too distracting. Yeah. I had to save it for special special occasions. Every Indochino suit is made just for you. It's a tailored experience at a great price. Design a look that suits you perfectly from the fabric to the cut. Shop for their uh, made-for-you suits starting at just $4.49 and premium fitted shirts starting at $89. And you can fine-tune every detail, lapels, linings, monograms, and That was more. the coolest part. Yeah. I was in control here. And you're in, uh, you know, uh, Johnny uh, designer coming in and be like, this is the way the suit's going to be. You get the way you want it to look. And because it's it's custom made for you, it's going to look better than anything off the rack. Exactly. Design your perfect suit with Indochino. To get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more, use promo code GUIDE at Indochino.com. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code GUIDE. All right, Tim. Uh, enough about my rollerblade experience recently. It was roller skating. Right? Roller skating, yeah. It was. By the way, anybody that wants to go do this, it, it was expensive. It was like stupid expensive to How do expensive it. How expensive was it? I don't remember exactly. Did you rent skates or did you yes. bring your own? Or did you buy them? <laughs> <laughs> it was expensive. I had to buy a pair of $120 <laughs> roller skates, which uh, were top of the line. Uh. No, but I was like, uh, I rented roller skates and that was, uh, one of the things I was impressed with. They were like nice roller skates and they were newish. Like they weren't old. They weren't what I was used to from being a kid when, you know, in like the nineties when it was like, all right, here's a pair of skates we've had for since the, the Nixon administration. Here you go. Um, these, these were nice skates. So that was fine. Everything was clean. It was nice. They How had like, you a know, it was clean inside deep... the, the shoe. It looked, I mean, it looked cleaner than I was used to from even my own shoes. Okay. Uh, I put a lot of, uh, trash in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll like, uh, you'll be chewing a gum. Yeah. You'll be like, I'm done with this gum. Instead of putting it in the garbage, you'll just, you know, slip it into your, your shoe. Yeah. Take it out with you. That's what I say. Mm. Uh, I mean, I always mean to throw it out once I get home, but, uh, forget. Mm. Fall but, asleep with their shoes on, hardens. Yeah. And then just kind of molds to your yeah. foot. And then it's, you know, then you can't take it out because now the shoes won't fit without it. <laughs> I was always led to believe from uh, television mm-hmm. that chewing gum was a lot stickier than it was, than it actually is. Uh, it depends on the gum, I would argue. Mm. Some gum is that sticky. Yeah, it's stick Tim, to your teeth. Tim, listen, some gum's pretty <laughs> sticky, all right? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Uh, uh, this is, uh, this is the hill I'm going to die on. Though. <laughs> Chewing uh, gum isn't as sticky as they claimed on 80s sitcoms. Um, but, uh, but it was fun. I, I would recommend doing it. It, it was a good time. Uh, and, and especially like if you're in New York city, I don't know, on a vacation or something. Yeah. It's the, a fun what thing are the to do. Somebody's going to be in vac- on vacation in New York city and be like, Oh, but I'm going to go to central park. <laughs> well, on the off chance you visit central park, uh, maybe check out the roller rink. It was fun. 
Uh, but I want to talk about roller skating as a historical perspective. Tim, I did some research here. It was very cool that somebody was like, let's put wheels on our feet. That must have been a radical idea, Tom. Tell me about it. Uh, well, the first recorded is Tim, 1743. That's, yeah. <laughs> Too long ago yeah, or not, not long like, ago <laughs> enough? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I think that's the sweet spot of like, the oh, 1700s. I'm not interested. <laughs> it's it's a boring time, and I know the Hamilton fans are gonna get all up on. Oh, but that's what Hamilton took yeah, place. Oh, yeah, that's what he put on roller yeah. skates. Lin Manuel Miranda is always uh, writing in about like, oh, why do you have to yeah, hate the 1700s? Yeah, a lot so of interesting yeah. stuff happened. And maybe if I present it through. Hip hop, you'll be. You'll be <laughs> uh, yeah, I got into it. <laughs> um, we all got off that train pretty. You were never on the Hamilton train. Me I, and you. You were never. No. But uh, I I went to Ham. I saw Hamilton. I I only saw it when it was on Disney Plus. Yeah. By the time it was on Disney Plus, I was like, oh, I'll watch this in five minutes. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I sat through this. I will say this, Tim. You made fun of me recently because I was watching the MTV VMAs. Uh-huh. And you know what? I think I just like live things. Yeah. I mean, I like the communal experience. I've been watching a lot of sports lately. Oh. Ooh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I think in this era of streaming where mm-hmm. we're just like you know watching whatever we want whenever we want yeah like it's kind of nice to be like no this thing is on yeah we're all having a shared experience well i like that but uh i don't know as i've gotten you older had, you wanted to see another slap <laughs> I, I was desperately hoping somebody else would get slapped live on tv <laughs> i think now i'm just addicted to live <laughs> tv ever since i saw the best thing yeah. ever um and on this, uh, let me remind listeners, mm-hmm. we, uh, people are like, oh, I'm so sick of slap discourse. Not here. We'll <laughs> never be sick of it. I want to talk about the slap every day but for the also, rest of my life. We're, we're not really interested in like whether somebody should or shouldn't have said something or done something. We just like talking about the mechanics of it, how it happened. <laughs> it's wild that it happened. Yeah. Whether it should have happened or not, not for us to say. Hey, look, I know uh, I'll stay in my lane. Yeah. But it was crazy that it happened. (laughs) But even for my lane, I saw it happen a few (laughs) lanes over and it was great. But but that's the other thing that I kind of like lately is watching like... uh, like I, I watched Hamilton when it came out on Disney and like it was what I expected it to be. And I knew like, ah, eh, this isn't going to be for me. But I like seeing talented people sing and dance. <laughs> yeah, we all do, Tom. <laughs> Not everybody does. But I've watched like a few other things like that. And people are always like, ah, surprised. Like, hey, you watch that? I'm like, you know what? I like watching talented people sing and dance. Not Lin Manuel Miranda. I don't think he's good at singing hey, or dancing. He's a nice man. He seems nice enough, but like. Would he have been cast in that if he didn't come up with it? I mean, he wrote the whole thing. It's not like he had an idea, like, somebody should do a thing about Hamilton. And they were like, damn. All right, we'll get somebody to write it, but we'll have to put you as Hamilton. No, I'm saying, like, if somebody else wrote it and he auditioned for it, would they have cast him? No. I don't know. 
he stuck out like a sore thumb to me amongst everybody else. Yeah. Everybody else was, was uh, uh, very good. But anyway, <laughs> what was that? Oh, 1743, <laughs> the year of Hamilton. Uh, that was the first recorded use of roller skates in a London stage production, just like us, oh. just like we're getting ready to do. Was Maybe it, we'll uh... bring it back. Was it a stage production of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Starlight Express? No, it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, they, The first time it was used, it was to simulate ice skating on stage. Oh, so, so they already like, had ice skating. So there was like some kind of scene where it was like, well, we need to show these people ice skating. How do we do that? Oh, well, we attach some wheels to them. And Tim, you'll be blown away by this for like a long time. Roller skating was inline skating. Whoa. It wasn't until uh, like much later that somebody uh, uh, invented like the quad. Two in the front, two in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the a lot of the initial skates, it seems like, were like a one wheel in the front, one wheel in the back. I saw this one picture from, I believe it was 1910, where it was just uh, this guy who had made some kind of Roller skates that were, it's like each roller skate was a little bike. <laughs> what? Who and you would just, it? and you would, and you would move your foot up and down each foot, and that would like pedal uh, the bike, pedal the things. It actually seemed kind of cool. Yeah. Like, that seems uh, like you could get out of control very quickly, though. I mean, a lot of these early roller skates, it looked, it, that's why the quad wheel skates were a big deal at the time, because it was the first time somebody, made something that you could like easily turn on first right. time you could like skate backwards. And then of course, have you ever skated backwards on rollerblades, not uh, on roller. I never skates. got good enough. Yeah. It, like once you kind of got the hang of it, it, it was easy enough. Yeah. I could not. I also could only ride my bike with no hands for one summer. <laughs> <laughs> and the next summer, I couldn't figure out how to do it again. A lot of that's dependent on the bike, I feel like. Yeah, I think it's also your uh, risk tolerance. Mm. And I think once I started to feel like, oh, I'm actually mortal. I was. I wanna... Well, we'll get into rollerblades right now. Uh, <laughs> rollerblades were invented in like the late eighties. And uh yeah, it was the rollerblade company that uh that came up with it. And Tim, let me tell you, in the I don't think it was the late eighties. I believe it was the early nineties was when I got into rollerblading and I got into rollerblading big time. Yeah. Did you have uh teal and purple inline skates? They were because I did. Yeah, I think they were teal and they might have been teal and purple. We might have had the same mm. uh, roller skate. I think that was half a roller skates made yeah. were teal and purple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got real into uh, rollerblading. I don't think I ever actually had like a pair of actual rollerblades. You know, they were always like the cheaper ones. Rollerblade brand. Yeah. It kind of became like uh, Xerox or, or Kleenex, right? Exactly. What is that called? Yeah. Uh, we're all inline skates for rollerblades. Um, but I don't, I never, I'm sure I didn't just because I'm thinking back, uh, that it was like, oh, my feet were still growing. So yeah. that would be, I feel like at least in our town, it didn't matter if you had rollerblade brand, like yeah, they, they might've actually was... been like lamer than other brands. 
Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know if, if Roller go. Blade brand came in, you know, for example, teal and purple. <laughs> no, they did. Uh, but Tim, we had a Roller Blade store in our town. I know. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because that was that's when it was like, wow, Roller Blades are big, huh? They got a store in our town. And it'll be here forever. <laughs> it was there, I think, a lot longer than either. I think we would both be surprised by how long it was there. What was it called? Uh, in my head, it was the rollerblade store, yeah, but I don't know I what, it what it was. I don't either. think it had like a person's name. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, but I'm saying like we had a surf store called Bunger and it was like, ah, it's a guy's last name. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the rollerblade store had that kind of thing going. And I think also the people at Bunger were kind of like, hey, we were planning on getting into the rollerblade stuff. We've already got some skateboard stuff here. <laughs> um, but it was also like, you know, we were in a very small town. So it was like, hey, come to the rollerblade store. We have three different kinds of rollerblades in as many as four different <laughs> sizes. And they're like 30% more than they would cost anywhere else. Look, we don't like the big box guys, right, Tom? Yeah. We're for the nah. little guys. Ooh, big boxes. But every time in our small town that they open like <laughs> a bookstore or a music store, like a CD store or yeah. a, a like toy store. Yeah. And so it's like, there's like four things in here. <laughs> I went to the... The CD store. I forgot about that. There was like very briefly a CD store yeah. in our town. And did they have the Conehead soundtrack when it came out? <laughs> no. They were like, we could order it. I was like, ah, thanks. I'll go to the freaking Coconuts uh, yeah. uh, a mile away. There were a lot of stores in our town that I feel like- We'll order the Conehead soundtrack. It'll be here in 11 days. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. Well, that sounds a bit old by then. Yeah, salt to squeeze. I got to hear this right now. Hone your cone alone. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that. Oh, you had that soundtrack too? Yeah, I had that soundtrack. <laughs> Slash's cover of Magic Carpet Ride. <laughs> um. I feel like uh, a lot of the, the stores in our town didn't have like wholesale agreements with anybody that they would just go to other stores, buy yeah. things and then mark them up. Because I know like the comic book store, which is ironic nowadays, because like you go to a comic book store, 90 percent of the comic book store are non-comic books. Toys. It's toys, paraphernalia, uh, merchandise, apparel. Because that's where the the money is right. instead of selling $4 comics. But uh, when we had a comic book store in the 90s in, in town, they had like X-Men action figures, I remember. And they were literally double the price that they were at Toys R Us. Right. And, it, and I think I, were, I asked about that and he was like, yeah, we buy them from Toys R Us and then we have to- what. Yeah. The candor. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta appreciate well, it. Well, Tim, I had a pretty good relationship with uh, Mike, mm -hmm. who owned the store. Yeah. He was very honest about it. I always stuff. thought it was funny. We thought it was funny to go in and be like, can we have free stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Did he think it was funny? No. <laughs> I mean, they had a box of quarter comics. Yeah. And sometimes they did have free stuff. It was always basically like mm. brochures for upcoming comics. <laughs> like, yeah, you can have this. Be like, whoa, sick, a free comic. <laughs> Just, we just thought it was funny to be like, and also we knew that like the guy that worked there wasn't a real adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I had uh, <laughs> didn't deserve our respect. <laughs> uh, 
this rollerblade store, I remember one t- <laughs> one time because uh, like I was too young at that point, especially to like rollerblade to the store. <laughs> But uh, well, my- what would you be going there if you if you had rollerblades? <laughs> sometimes I would go there, Tim. I went there. And, uh, sometimes I buy new wheels. Ah, the wow! Wheels- you replaced your wheels? Yeah, man. Because the wheels man, would you get must worn have been down. Rollerblading a lot. I was rollerblading a lot, and I didn't have m- any friends that rollerbladed, and it was very annoying. Should have come over near my. I should have. We weren't. We weren't friends yet. No. Or else, uh, I I would have. Tim. Um. Yeah, I feel like actually, like when when my friend group and your friend group became friends in high school, I think I did. That was one of the things I learned that all you guys had rollerblades, and I was <laughs> upset. Damn it! <laughs> it's like I missed the window. I could have had rollerblade friends. Yeah. We um, had. We had a. It's ironic because. You rollerbladed a lot more than me, it sounds like. Yeah. We had a little crew. We were out there See, riding around the horseshoe. Everybody I knew just rode bikes. And don't get me wrong, I like riding bikes too. We're pro bike. But it was hard to keep up on roller skates with uh, with a bike. Some roads I could do it, but some roads were not paved very well. And grab onto the seat. Yeah, they do the grab onto the seat. But again, sometimes you would then get to like real gravelly roads and it was like, oh, this is going to work. It's like you at the uh, freaking uh, Central Park. Exactly. Roller rink. Um, But uh, I remember uh, one time being in being in uh, the village we grew up in. And uh, I was with my dad and we were going to like, I don't know, probably uh, Golden Video, the video store. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he he was like usually the one who took me a rollerblade store. So it was like the guys there recognized him and knew him or whatever. <laughs> and we were walking down the street and one of the guys that worked on the roll and worked at the rollerblade store and they were recognizable because they looked like guys who had worked yeah. at a rollerblade store. He had like long blonde cool hair. Hell. Yeah. Uh, wrapper on sunglasses on he was rollerblading from Gino's pizza with a pizza to the rollerblade store this guy had a life <laughs> and my dad w- said something to him like like hey look at that a rollerblade pizza delivery and the guy flipped around skated backwards and said you know that's actually how Domino's delivers in California and then he hit a car <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that anecdote was true. <laughs> yeah. Because like he he didn't just go like, Haha, cool. He was like, oh, actually, man, that's how Domino's. Do-. And it wasn't, luckily, it wasn't a moving car. It was a parked car. But, you know, he got a little too cocky. He was skating backwards, holding a pizza and talking to a man on the street. Too much to do at one time. Yeah. He uh, he hit. He went onto the hood of a that's car. That's a that's a cool dad move, by the way. It'd be like, "Hey, rollerblade pizza delivery." Like commenting on that because, like, that's a that's a cool. Yeah. Thing to I mean, it on. did look really cool, yeah. and I'm sure the guy he was skating real fast. I remember uh, too, and I think it was like he wanted. So what people. happened? Did you have to go over and like help him up? And like, uh, we like went. Over, he was like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." <laughs> But I did mean it. That's how look it up. <laughs> I think he did start explaining other stuff to us about it. But I'll I'll give him credit. The pizza stayed upright. Uh, he, he didn't drop the pizza. So I don't know. Maybe that guy's maybe he moved to California and started delivering pizzas for Domino's on rollerblades. Uh, when his business uh, inevitably failed. 
yeah that's i mean that's cool that he was he was doing like viral marketing like yeah uh, rollerblading through town showing all the cool things you could do uh one of the other things i remember buying from that rollerblade store besides wheels was i bought and look to this day i think they were cool i bought ski poles for my rollerblades oh (laughs) why did you think that was cool they were were like oh i could get speed by going like zoom, 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 zoom. I could turn faster on them. I could kind of do like sa- slalom type turns. Right. But it was kind of like um, uh, the way you would uh, do like cross country skiing. They were like cross country rollerblade poles. Right. And uh, I don't know. I liked them. Cross country skiing. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, no, I think, I think I'd probably be more into. I've never been skiing. Hmm. I think I'd probably be more into cross-country skiing than I would, like, uh, skiing downhill. Really? Because I think I'd ski downhill. I'd be real scared about it. Have you been, wait, you haven't been skiing? I've never been skiing. I think I'd be scared about it, but then I would get overly confident and hurt myself <laughs> That's on the That's exactly what run. happened the one time I went skiing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... If it's like that, or like, oh, we're going to go down these like trails through the woods. Yeah, but it's tiring. You'd be all sweaty. Yeah, that's true. The worst thing is uh, when in the winter when you're doing those things, uh-huh. and it's cold out, so you're like, I'm going to put all these layers on. Yeah. Then you start doing something, and then you get hot. Mm. It's the worst feeling in the world. It's that's cold outside. Hypothermia. Yeah, and then but you're hot, and then if you take off your hat, then suddenly you're really cold. Yeah, yeah. Being wet and cold, yeah. sweaty and cold is uh, no way to Sucks. go through life. Um, the I think the downfall, at least for me, for rollerblades, were that you couldn't go into a store with rollerblades. Yeah, and often we would ride bikes into town and like you know, harass the store owners <laughs> going loiter. There were rollerblades. I remember later and you can get them now that have like shoes inside of them. Cause ah. remember rollerblades had like liners that were removable. Yeah, I remember that. So basically they got, teal. they, they eventually started making ones with like rubber bottoms. And the idea was, Oh, you what can take are they these <laughs> rubber. <laughs> so, it was like, oh, hey, you can take these off, and now you've got somewhat regular shoes. Right. But those were expensive. Those are like the most expensive type of rollerblades. And the regular ones, they had like liners that, I don't know, it was like polyurethane, not polyurethane, like uh, uh, what's the stuff they make uh, like uh, wetsuits wet suits out of? Wetsuits out of, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. So it was like that kind of material. So it's like, I can like kind of walk around. I remember I was able to do it at like the comic book store because they had like carpeted. Yeah. And it was like, ah, we know the guys here and they're like, whatever. Like (laughs) telling these guys to leave isn't going to (laughs) work. But other places it was like, I can't do this. So then I'd have to like bring shoes with me. And then change into shoes if we were going in places. And then what do you do with the rollerblades? Exactly. And so you many can't times. You like lock them to a bike lock or yeah. a bike rack. And so many times we would like go in a, you know, I'd be with friends. We go in, they would be riding bikes. I'd be riding skates. We go in a place and it'd be like, they don't have what I need. Like, let's get back on our bikes. It'd be like, well, hold on, everybody. I've got <laughs> Plenty, 15 minutes to relace these. Take these shoes off, relace my rollerblades. 
So yeah, it was, it was a nightmare. And eventually, I think I just went back to riding a bike all the yeah. time. Do you remember uh, the the roller skates, roller blades that they were like, oh no, they're like, you don't put your foot in, like these strap on to your Oh your, yeah, over so your it's shoes. like they never really are going like to work well. I felt like you're going to like break your ankles for some reason. Yeah, they didn't offer enough ankle support. Because yeah. that, was, that was the whole thing with roller blades. You need like extreme, you need your ankle extreme is- Extreme with three X's ankle your, your ankle as tight as possible or else you were going to- uh, potentially like really hurt your ankle but at the very least you're gonna i don't know hurt regular hurt your ankle yeah you're gonna make it sore and you're not gonna be able to go fast it is just gonna be a nightmare. i remember having like a bruise on my ankle i think maybe my rollerblades were a size too big yeah, that, that could do it. Ba- my, my foot was banging around in there. Uh, did you ever go to the roller rink? Uh, the, it was like a town over in Bayshore. Yeah. yeah. Was that United Skates of America? There was one of those somewhere. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the name was. It was just Bayshore like, Roller Rink. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had like uh, like school nights there, right? Yeah. Like fundraisers and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, there was couples skate. Which yeah, I was like, fine, I'll fucking get off. <laughs> yeah, I'll I want go- to go play the Simpsons arcade game <laughs> exactly right now. Anyway, what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, but then sometimes they'd be like, "Everybody, huh? We're gonna play hands up, baby, and then we're gonna <laughs> skate around in circles and put our hands in the air." Yeah, and you couldn't imagine anything more fun. Yeah, uh, would you rent roller skates or bring your blades? Oh no, I think th- this was pre blades. Oh, okay. For me. So I would, I would rent skates when I was there. Or when I was really little, mm-hmm. I had those Fisher-Price oh, yeah. roller skates. I don't think the wheels on those turn. No, right? I think that was kind of the idea. Yeah, that it's, it's just like, like kids walk around in them and think <laughs> yeah. they're, they're roller skating. I think if skating. they did turn well, those things would be a death yeah. trap. Uh, but yeah, that, that roller rink is no longer there. That's a shame. I liked the roller rink. Yeah, it was fun. It's it was like less dangerous than it seemed like it should be. Yeah. It was cool like that in the bowling alley. Whenever I was yeah. there, I was like, this place is trashy. <laughs> and I only hear once or twice a year. And I like it. I wouldn't want to come with any more frequency. Yeah. But the way it is, perfect. Chef's kiss. Yeah, because uh, roller rink and bowling alley. I don't know if this was if it was like this in like generations before. What was it about the air in those places? Like they're similar <laughs> places, right? Yeah, yeah. Because there was bo- anywhere where you're renting shoes that you're putting on your feet. Yeah, anywhere where you got to rent shoes, you can't use the shoes you got. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think just the the like, oh, uh, we built this place in like the '60s or '70s, and it was like a hopping spot, but now it's you know, a good like 30 years later and we've done barely any upkeep on this place. So it's like all kind of a little rundown. Uh, but I was going to say, I think also those two places, like they were more expensive than you wanted them to be. I don't, I think anytime I went to the, the, uh, roller skating rink, Mm-hmm. I was a kept man. I think uh, <laughs> no. like uh, my parents were footing the bill. I was or too. Or whoever was running the birthday party. But that's what I'm saying. I think like by the time we were teenagers, going to like the bowling alley or the roller rink, it was like that's going to cost more than just wandering around. Yeah, the bowling alley. Like 
tried to get into probably about the time I was concerned that someone was spraying my weed with uh, cleanser. Uh, <laughs> no, not cleanser, lemon bleach. <laughs> but the the price was right at that point. It was like, oh, you'll play a game for yeah, sick. that's You know true. what my problem was there? What? The balls were too heavy. Right. The bowling balls. You want to solve a problem? Sure. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tom. I'm Tim. And we uh, did it backwards. I know. That's why I said you want to do it, and you're like, Ugh. no. I thought you, I would, you would read it. Oh, all right. Well, I'll read it too. Uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguideeverything at gmail Hey, if you're coming to either of these live shows in London on September 16th and 17th, first off, buy tickets. They're not going to let you in without tickets. CCGT.com/live. But second. Excuse me. Second off, did you say but sex? But it's uh, subliminal advertising. Nice. Oh, they're gonna be like, "Well, I'm definitely gonna buy it." <laughs> I'm, well, I don't I'm know def- why, but <laughs> I don't know why, but I really want to go now. Uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve uh, live on stage, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail dot com and uh, put uh, put London in the subject line so we see it. Tim, this email comes from. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know the name. Uh, uh, give me a gender neutral name. Uh, Scott. <laughs> Scott is not a gender neutral name. Well, a lady could be a Scott. Yeah, but not usually. You've been to Edinburgh. <laughs> You're thinking of somebody being Scottish. Right. Yeah. Scott. All right. So it is from Scott. <laughs> Hey, Tim and Tom, my girlfriend hasn't missed a single podcast for the last two years and has recently made me a fan as well. I'd like to submit a problem for the rare times that you guys have a Tim and Tom solve your problems section. It's not rare. We do it every week. <laughs> a couple of my friends who have full WFH work from home okay. positions are thinking about finding another full time WFH positions to rack in some extra dough. The reason they want to pursue uh, is because their workloads are manageable and they find themselves with extra time during the workday. I admire the hustle, but I'd be way too honest and could never quote unquote lie about my employment status if I was being considered for hire. The problem is how illegal is this? And do you think people are already doing this and getting away with it? And then I I don't have their signature because I, I don't this know their name. Presumably from, from they- Scott. They said something like, I, I love the show so much. You two are uh, geniuses. Love Scott. Um, Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So Scott has friends. Yeah. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> Rollerblade friends. Lucky. <laughs> uh, who, okay. So they have a job. Yes. And they're like, hey, I'm not feeling my day with this. Why don't I get another full-time job? Yeah, also a work from home. Yeah, job. I've heard about this. Right, there were articles about this. Yeah, and this is also something that that has been going on before uh, the pandemic. You're thinking secret families. It's difficult. It was a lot less. It was a lot harder 
to get a work from home job. Before. Yeah, let yeah. alone two work from home jobs. Yeah, but I know somebody that did this. Yeah, had one job that I work with them at at an office, and then had like a a remote job that they also did, and uh, the two didn't know about each other. Right. Of course. I mean, first of all, think about... You made a joke about secret families. It's similar. Yeah. Think about, like, your life becomes... Your whole life becomes that fucking scene in Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) (laughs) Which scene? Oh, at Bridges? At Bridges, at the restaurant. Yeah. Where you're running back. You got to remember to... You got to remember when you're Robin Williams... When you're Mrs. Doubtfire, uh-huh. make sure you got the wig on at the right table. <laughs> right. And otherwise, you get confused for just a second, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole house of cards comes tumbling down. Yeah. Do you want that stress nine to five, five days a week? Mm-hmm. Hey, if you do, then maybe this is the right lifestyle for you. Yeah, that that's definitely a big part. I think it depends on like... If you work, if you work in an industry where you like the industry, if it's like an industry where you want to make it your career, I would be worried about reputational damage if right. it came out. What if you're in two? Like, I could see mm-hmm. it being a problem because he asks, "How illegal is this?" This it, is not illegal at all. I don't but think like, it's illegal. I, if you're I signing see... some things about like NDAs and you're. Uh, working for two competitors, if you're like, yeah, ah, yes, yeah, I'll get a job true. at Apple and a job at Microsoft. Yeah, and- then you could wind up in trouble. Yeah, but like, it's not illegal to like, like we all like having jobs. Having yeah. jobs are great, but it's not illegal to like be like, oh, I'm not doing what my employer would prefer <laughs> right yeah. now. It's like you, you're not in school. Cool. Like nobody's gonna like like they could fire you. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like even if they your employer generally cannot put you in jail for any reason. Yeah. Even... If you work for the government, maybe or a government contractor. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's really what it comes down to. If, if you were gonna sign some weird stuff, but for most jobs, it's like yeah, I've worked like crappy jobs when I was younger where. Yeah, people where it was like, oh, you have to be here, and people would like punch in and then leave, <laughs> and then come back later. And guess what? When you eventually get caught, you just get fired. Yeah, like they, they probably could go after you for those like, back wages, but it's not going to be worth the, the effort. Burden of proof is probably tough. You know? Yeah, and also like it's not illegal. It's just going to be like uh, they're going to sue you. Yeah, they're going to sue you for that money back, maybe. Tom, how many open lawsuits do you have against you right now? Oh, at any given time, Tim, dozens. Exactly. means nothing. Yeah. It's next to nothing. But I think if it's, uh, I don't know, yeah. Well, and I also think companies shouldn't necessarily give a shit about this if somebody's getting what they need to get done, done. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if these people are working in whatever job that I think that's the other, the other thing is that's a lot of jobs, especially nowadays, it's like, you're actually not paying for somebody to work 40 hours a week. You're paying for their experience or specialization or knowledge. And unfortunately we work in a, in a society where you can't just be like, Hey, we're not going to need you all the time, but we're going to pay you like we do. Yeah. 
Um, so employers understandably get upset. If but also employers sometimes be like, yeah, oh, you're not filling your time. All right, let's see how much we can squeeze out of you. Exactly. Um, so I could totally see some jobs being like, yeah, I don't have to work. There's never going to be an instance where I'm going to have to work 40 hours a week. I have a very specialized thing. I'm very good at it. Uh, the thing I do isn't time sensitive, so I can like get it done in 10 hours a week. Yeah, why not? Go for another job. I mean, make uh, double the money, maybe more, mm. maybe less. Yeah, but if you get caught, you go to jail. <laughs> you don't go to jail. Just don't get caught. You lose your kids. No, wait. <laughs> Robin Williams got caught, and then he got his kids back. Yeah. I don't remember how Mrs. Doubtfire ended. I think they were like, this guy must really love his kids, because yeah. look at the psychopathic thing he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, stay at your friend's business. Let them do what they're, <laughs> yeah. they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I say, if you have a problem, you'd like us to solve emails at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com, especially if you're coming to these live shows, emails, put London in the uh, subject line. If you like the show, check out tcgte.com uh, for links to a whole bunch of things you couldn't even imagine. We got links to in their website. Sick things. (laughs) Uh, You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tom Reynolds. You follow me at your pal, Tim. Uh, Like I said, we got these live shows, tcgt.com slash live. The Saturday show is going to be broadcast worldwide. So you can buy live streaming tickets for that, even if you don't live in uh, England or aren't traveling to England. Uh, Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. We're in the middle of Reading Heat 2 for Books the Podcast. This book fucking rules. This book's so good. Let me tell you, reading Heat 2 is like watching Heat. Yeah. It's it's that much fun. Uh, and let me also tell you, in Heat 2 right now, things are heating up. Ooh. Save it for the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can get those episodes, all the back episodes too, a whole bunch of nonsense back there. More content than you could shake a stick at. Yeah. Tim, have I convinced you to pick up rollerblading as a hobby, as a new hobby? I would do it. All right. I've, 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 you want to go? Ro- do you want to finally have a Tim, rollerblading? I, I've, I've had this whole conversation on. Uh, me, uh, mute on the other end speakerphone with the rollerblade store and uh, <laughs> oh, nice. they put you down for a new order great and uh, Domino's Pizza while you're at it uh, extra pepperoni <laughs> I don't think they make rollerblades in cool colors anymore yeah we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get it we'll get some uh, highlighters at uh, Office Depot and uh, get these things all neoned up yeah like in the old days do it ourselves. DIY neon. My old rollerblades are probably still at my mom's house and probably still fit. Yeah. Because I think my feet s- stopped growing eventually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, hope you so, stopped for God's growing. sake. Jesus. Yeah. Imagine your feet just kept growing. That'd be horrific. Tom, do you know about... Uh, hold on. I just want to switch gears. Okay. Starlight Express, the musical... Not real. I know Star it's an Andrew Express. Andrew Lloyd Webber thing, right? Answer me, yes. Um, Starlight Express is a 1984 British musical with music by Andrew Lloyd Webber um, and uh, lyrics by Richard. So it tells the story of a young but obsolete steam engine <laughs> named Rusty 
who races in a championship against modern engines in the hope of impressing a first class a first class observation car named Pearl. What? Famously, the actors perform on roller skates. But they're angels, so it's like they're Thomas playing the trains. Tank engine? Yeah, but, but they're just people on stage. You gotta like uh, imagine why? Why didn't they just make it about people that like roller skating or something? Because they had to go Starlight Express. They could all work on the Starlight Express. Was that a flop for him? Probably. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. It was 1984. Maybe it was like the most popular thing that year. I mean, there was a song featured on the Best of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. No, it started in the West End, went to Broadway. It ran for two years on Broadway. Okay. Um, They revived it in 2018. And we didn't go. We didn't go. Tom, do you want to go see instead, Little Shop of Horrors? Instead, we went to King Kong the Musical. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'm interested in, in Little Shop of Horror. I'm not interested in real musicals. I'd like to go see his Michael Jackson musical. Tom, but like, I'd like you to... know, like the big puppet. Uh, oh yeah, plant, Audrey like, too. Yeah. yeah, okay. And the whole the yeah, whole score is like doo wop songs. You love doo wop. <laughs> That's true. I do like doo wop, and I yeah. do like. We'll uh... do a double feature of that in the Jersey Boys. <laughs> the doo wop Saturday. Do they still? Do Jer- is Jersey Boys still on Broadway? Uh, do you want to go see Jersey Boys? I'd like to. <laughs> What a great roller skates episode we did. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.